Warning. The We All Have an X Chromosome podcast contains strong language and contains themes that may not be suitable for a workplace environment or for younger listeners. We suggest wearing headphones if you choose to listen to this podcast in a workplace environment without headphones we are not responsible for any consequences that may happen. If your two-year-old's first word is the F-bomb, it's not our fault. Listener discretion is advised. We are the children, the children of Zion. We have been left here to defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here, at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division that we're system point two. Called the one, the neo, the novice, the noose. Rick Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, most basic of state to take. What to take, making model which coddle the nature of humanity. Basic profanities into the insanity that's branded me. Spoilers, people. The countdown is nigh, and we're going to get rid of that Frito guy. My name is Bill. I'm Noel. And we all have an X chromosome. Now, yes, I'm going to let you guys know that on the webpage, I didn't actually post the episode to the webpage, even though it got to all our social medias and to the podcast server. Um, I realized that today when I looked at the webpage and I blanked. So I won't be making that mistake twice. So. Um, other than that, go to our website at www.xchromosome.com where we have all the links to all of our social media. That's the Facebook, the Twitter, um, there's our Discord information. It also has all the information on how to go through and get to our, uh, help us out with pay, with getting the uh, website and everything going. We're getting ready to count down to season three if we decide go through with the season three. Um, so we are going to have to be starting to raise funds for that. So every penny helps in that regards, folks. Um, we also have some merchandise that you can buy if you want to help out there and direct payment. Um, also like subscribe, rate review, and hopefully get us through all the algorithms. So we do have things coming up. Um, I want to go through and thank our Patreon sponsor slash executive producer, uh, Vanessa, again, uh, you are the bomb helping us out with this and helping, giving us various antecedents through your, your outside the United States perspective, because I think we need those perspectives. Yes. And it's nice to have them there. Um, so how have you been since we last been off? Uh... That good. Um, well, I lost another patient on Monday. Sucks. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not COVID related. Okay. So we've, we've, I guess we've got that going for us. Um, Biden went through to told Jake, Ta- uh, Jake Tapper today, because while we were recording this, um, they're finishing up the interview with Biden and Harris on CNN. Um, speaking of COVID, um, all three former presidents that are still alive, um, or the th- oh wait, J- Carter's still alive, isn't he? Or did he pass away? I forgot. Um, but Bush, Carter, Obama, Carter's, 
Carter's still around. But Bush, Obama, and Clinton have all agreed that when the FDA approves the coronavirus vaccine, they will take it publicly on camera so everybody can see them take the vaccine to show that they're, they believe that it's safe and that everybody that can should get the vaccine. Um, CNN calls it basically the the former presidents are showing leadership where our current president is doing nothing. Uh, and um, Biden also said that as soon as it's available and um, Dr. Uh, Fosky, um, I, I'm not sure if I butchered his name or Fauci? not. But, Fauci, yeah. Um, as soon as Dr. Fauci says that it's uh, viable, that he will also take the vaccine because he's already been invited to help to work on Biden's staff. So, um, because he's been the only source of fucking sanity in the COVID crisis. <laughs> uh, Mitch McConnell is being a dick, continues to be a dick. Uh, Kentucky, you guys could have voted him out. Yeah, Kentucky, what are you doing? I mean, what's what, what good is Kentucky anyway? Except for Alpha Riff. Outside of Alpha Riff, what's Urban. good? Uh, baseball bats. They make baseball the bats in Maine, julep. too. And I like my and I like my bourbon Irish. <laughs> bourbon is spe- <laughs> bourbon is not Irish. Bourbon is a specific other thing. But nice okay. try. <laughs> I tried, <laughs> and um, I know that uh, my former podcast host uh, can't get rid of Kentucky because they make playing cards, and she's a bridge fanatic. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's where that's where bicycle is located. <laughs> So, bourbon, bicycle, and bats, but not Mitch. Get rid of them, please. Um, so, basically, every day, COVID numbers keep uh, spiking up. Um, Travel to Ohio is not advised by Ohio. Uh, Massachusetts has gone through and made additional restrictions, even for um, work, if you're working out of state. And coming into Massachusetts. Um, so we're making our restrictions harder too. Um, my family actually wants to come up and through to visit, to drive through, not uh, fly through. Um, and I'm like, look, um, you got to really look at what's going on with this. Uh, you actually have like fill out a form and submit it if you're going to visit for any time. And um, yeah, it's not it's not looking good. Um, I might be able to do like a social distance meetup for a bit, but nothing really major. Um, and quite frankly, no offense to my family, um, which is odd me saying no offense to my family. I don't even want to do a social distance meetup because of this. Um, mm. I'm very much on the hand of what Governor Newsom from uh, California said is like, stay home. If you don't have to go anywhere, stay home. Um, because California is on their um, stay-at-home order again for uh, most of, like, Southern California, from, like, the Bay Area to uh, San Francisco, uh, Sacramento, down all the way to, like, San Diego because of the COVID crisis. Um, I think we're starting to feel some of the effects of the Thanksgiving that came through. Um, mm. It's all going to get worse. Um, one of the things that Biden has also said with the uh, with the masks 
is that he's going to implore the nation to at least wear masks through the first 100 days of his office, and he's going to require anything that he can federally to require everybody that's there wearing masks. Um, so he's going to try. Let's see what happens. Um, Ivanka, Ivanka is trending on Twitter. Um, what did she do now? Well, she got deposed oh. in, in Washington um, because basically uh, the Trump Hotel may have money gouged for the inauguration. Probably money gouged for the inauguration. And um, they had her had her like in five hours of deposition for things of that nature. Um, so awkward. Yeah. Oh, they're they were trending the Trump family under uh, Trump's traitor tots. So all of his kids are his traitor tots. Um, and more talks about the pardons and things of that nature. And I think the various governments are getting smart to that because they're like trying to hit them with state charges. Mm. It's like you can't pardon this. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, good job on states that are doing it that way. Um, in brighter news, people are flipping their shit over Harry Styles. Eating a banana. <laughs> yep. Eating a banana. Um, and <laughs> you posted the crack article earlier, um, mm -hmm. with him eating the bananas with the comment of bring back manly men. And... I have to hand it to Harry. Um, this was not an option. Now, people are, are comparing um, what Harry's doing to Bowie and saying, no, Bowie did it first. But Bowie wasn't around when the internet was around. And, and that doesn't make it better. Not, well, what I'm saying is that um, not that it makes it better, it gives it more of a reach. Um Bowie did his thing, and people that were fans of Bowie knew that he was doing his thing. And you might have heard it like you might have heard it on a lower level, but not everybody did hear about it. They might have heard the music, but they didn't know what he was, how he was presenting himself, how he was, um, his style, everything that he was doing like that. In that case, mm -hmm. um, now we have a wide ranging worldwide web where if Harry Styles is on a magazine cover, uh, magazine, the first man to be on the magazine, a magazine cover of, of Variety, uh, or is Vanity Fair? Vanity Fair? It's Vanity Fair. Yeah. Um, oh, was it Vogue? Vogue, Vogue. Um, first man on the cover of Vogue, um, dressing and basically dresses in a tuxedo jacket throughout the whole entire thing. Um, Billy Porter's been doing that for a hot minute and looking amazing. Harry Styles needs to work on his palette. Those couture dresses are terrible. It's really my only problem with the entire shoot is that those dresses are bad. <laughs> well, it, it, like like you said with Billy Porter, it mm -hmm. gives because of the internet and everything that's going out and the the styling, it gives men and other queer people, okay, this is if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah, if it's the the internet has given us a lot of power to break down gender stereotypes and gender barriers. 
Um, I keep seeing more and more really amazing, um, like my my Instagram is nothing but fashion and feminism and murder. That's it. <laughs> murder. <laughs> Well, my murder shows, mm -hmm. I follow them. I follow all of them on Instagram. I'm going to have mm -hmm. to pick up some of the um, YouTube channels. Yeah, I keep falling down the YouTube rabbit hole like an asshole, but it's amazing. Um, I've got a channel slash podcast that I want to talk about in a minute. Mm -hmm. But in, in the fashion, one, I found a lot of, I've gotten rid of a lot of like basic Maybelline, blah, 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 drugstore, big chain, Clinique, shit. Right. Um, I'm following things like Beauty Bakery and Juvia's Place and Uoma Beauty that are black-owned. Right. One, their advertising is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, there's just a lot more authenticness in the photography. Right. Which I like. Um, and there's also a lot of diversity, um, like Ritz doing an amazing commercial that I'm sure I made Bill cry over. Uh, you, you, you got me to the point of tears of that. Did we talk about that last week? Did we? I don't know. No, I don't, no, I don't think we did. Um, Ritz did a wonderful commercial um, for the holidays. We'll post this on the notes and put it on our website. But basically, but. It, it was basically Ritz for the holidays, but they had like a gay couple. Uh, one of them uh, was looked like non-binary. Non-binary, yeah. Um, and it showed like people in situations, not just the common, oh, mom and dad show up, blah blah blah. It was like one looks like it was in a homeless shelter. Um, it showed a wide range of issues that came of through. Of "Quote unquote non traditional holidays found family, right? And Which is fucking and um the non binary member of the gay couple, their makeup was on point. It was beautiful. It was a perfect shade of red. You'll understand when you see it. Like I said, we'll go through and get that posted on the web, and I'll make sure to get that posted properly and stuff. It was um, so good. Yeah, I mean, basically, this is what this is what Noel does during these two weeks. She sends me Ohio State game uh, pregame uh, sets to try they're, to get me to cry to. They're um, hype trailers, and they're <laughs> even more intensely non-toxic than they were last year. Um, um, th if they don't say I love, if they don't talk about love and loving each other at least once in these minute videos, I'm concerned. Um, it's been. You know, we're doing this for love. We're doing this for each other. So just the non-toxic openness about emotion and, you know, this mammoth sports franchise making space in their recruiting to attract more players that they make this big point of being openly emotional and working on those feelings together and working through them, at least in a professional setting. And then but I yeah. send him, yeah. And then it's the Ritz commercial and stuff from Cracked. Cracked continues to be amazing. Um, we really do not deserve their journalism. Um, what's her name? Loeffler in the runoff is uh, part owner of the Atlanta Dream. The Atlanta Dream have started wearing uh, shirts to their. They were doing that before that. 
before the runoff. But yeah, they have been just re- relentlessly campaigning against their part owner. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Yet again, we don't deserve black women at all, ever. And I want to talk about something that is has a, is attempting to be amazing, but after watching the first episode, it's kind of cringy. Um, there's a Save by the Bell reboot. Oh yeah. Um, and if you go through and you, it's all available on Peacock. Um, and if you go through and you go to Wikipedia and you read the plot synopsis of all the episodes and you read what's going on, you start thinking, hey, they are like hitting every single major issue that is important and they're not really hiding from it. And then I watched the first episode, which is like two completely different television shows. <laughs> um, returning returning cast members, um, uh, it's the Zach, uh, Kelly, um, Jesse, uh, Slater. Um, they're returning in that case, but you have the Bayside kids and the uh, Douglas High kids that have been are being bused to Bayside because their school was shut down, so they moved them to a, a um, overprivileged high school. And you see the cringiness of the Bayside kids acting compared to the Douglas kids acting. And I know that they probably did that on purpose to make the make, try to make you understand the type of plight that the 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 under the the underprivileged go through but it comes off it comes off bad um and they made a, a crack about uh uh Selena Gomez's um kidney transplant on an episode that they had to apologize for um because that was kind of like that's kind of rude um mm. now off camera i will say one of the good things that they did do is that they do have a transgender cheerleader character on the show, um, played by a transgender actress, which is great. As it should be. They, the writing, the, the producers doubled down on the character and the actress by making the actress also a producer in the writing room. Because, As it should be. Because... I- you're transgender. We want you to have all the say that you need on your character because we're not going to want to screw up any of the transgender issues that you may face. And that I got to give them props. They're like, we don't know about this shit. You live this shit. Let's work. Let's give you a writing credit and you can help with keeping your character in focus and not uh, look down upon. So, yeah, um, I do like the fact that they openly have, they kind of like have uh, Zach's kid, Max, and uh, the the cheerleader character, uh, basically frenemy, openly flirt type thing together. Like, it doesn't matter. So I want to give that much props in that case. Um, and it, it's, it flows well in that regard. But it's cringy. It's it's the the acting is ugh. um but I want to give them a I want to give them a golf clap for a good try. 
you're trying, you're working, you're trying to be better. Um, and this is a spoiler, so um, I do know, looking at things, that they're bringing up some modern times in the last episode um, in regards to everything oh, besi- that... Besides defunding um, underprivileged schools and oh, that... fucking over poor kids? Yeah. That, that was the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still. The, the, the last episode, and I will go through and say... If you're spoiler, oh well. Um, it, it's out for everybody. Um, they're bringing Zach, uh, or Max gets a text about something called the coronavirus. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um, so they do bring that up at the very last episode of the thing. Um, they're trying, and I hope. And if they're going to do anything with their season two with the coronavirus. They better tread fucking carefully on it. Like, if anything is a joke at an expense of anybody, with all the people that have died because of it, I don't even think that they should touch it. Because the level of camp that's in there is like, no, don't don't go there. Um, please don't go there. Um, so you have a you want to talk about that YouTube? Oh yes, it is. Um, he also. The, the, um, not the A and E one. Here we go. Found them on Twitter because I want okay. to talk a little bit more about them. It's um, link will be in the show notes. Um, I was listening today while I was doing housework for a patient, and it was Savannah's Act. Oh, Savannah's Act is a bill to help abused First Nations uh, women. And Rep Representative Goodlatte, I can't believe that's actually who it is, but apparently they're trying to get shit done there. But I didn't even know about Savannah's Act until I hopped over to this page. Um, one of the episodes I listened to earlier today was pretty, uh, pretty moving. This guy, it was a, they do uh, cold cases, missing and murdered, and right. the uh, the guy had struggled with addiction and mental health issues and a traumatic childhood. And the way the host of this podcast slash YouTube channel talks about him in the end. And, you know, it just bookends the episode about with the the factual part of the episode with this was a human being who deserves just as much justice as anyone else. And I was just, I was blown away at how, yeah, they they also covered Madeline McCann and some The Boy in the Box, which is what I was listening to right before I came home. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they approach, it's very victim-centered right. in a way that a lot of true crime, crime covering tends not to be. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just beautifully sensitive, and I've been really enjoying it, and the narrator's voice is quite soothing. There's an act. There's a non-American accent to it. I can't place it, but it's been, it's been nice um, to just exist in a world where somebody is, you know, this movement to be victim-centered in a genre I enjoy is really kind of cool because we all know who the Golden State Killer is, but we don't always remember or. Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy, we don't always remember their victims. We don't know their, we don't remember their names. We don't 
the genre can fetishize. Rainbot did an um, uh, an episode on hyper fans of true crime, like murder groupies. The best way to call them, right? Like the people that romanticize uh, the Columbine shooters. Yes, those people exist. Ugh. I mean, then there's you know there's the Menendez brothers. Them too. They that's a big fucked up rich people problems yeah story i was hearing i I remember there was um this one woman that was like trying to commit a terrorist act because of the columbine kids because she thought that they wanted her to do it or something like that and it falls into like all these conspiracies with that are spread out through now like the new social media Parler, um, for which is basically a uh, a GOP centric uh, social media, but you hear all these additional like bonus bullshit out there, and right now the only time a victim is remembered, unfortunately, um, is when they're shot unjustly by a cop, and I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to shed uh, make light of the Black Lives Matter movement, but you're right. The fact that um, this is something good because of all the uh, when murders happen, not police murders, but regular murders happen, the victims need to be remembered more than the criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a good idea that they're going through and running through with that. Um, and I just wanted to bring up a little bit more, uh, Georgia election news because Georgia election is important. Um, if you're in Georgia and you're listening to this, go go fucking vote, go vote your runoff. But, um, one of the things that's going on with the election strategy, um, is there's been more canvassing of Asian American communities in Georgia by Asian Americans, um, to get the vote out with that so like there there's a bunch of volunteers that are going through with um the asian american advocacy fund they're basically taking uh pairs of various asians to go into asian go to asian households and communities to be able to speak to them with a comforting their language um because it's it would be harder for me to explain the politics and things of nature to someone that has English as a second language and bad English that they might not be able to understand. Hell, most people can't understand me anyway. <laughs> um, and English is my primary language, but um, this is helps to get people comfortable with understanding what's going on. And it's giving them speakers to explain things to them. And Which is good. Um, we should have all that kind of access accessibility is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, because they had uh, with the with the last election, um, they had uh, thirty thousand new voter Asian American voters for the first time in uh, the Metro Georgia, uh, Metro Atlanta. So. A lot of the Asians are realizing that the basically the Asian population for Georgia could be the swing vote to push it over the tie because um, 
now they have people actually explaining what's going on in the language that they speak. They may understand why they might be voting in a way that will harm them more than help them. Um, so translation is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I wish my language line at work was easier to connect to, but um, this is a good thing, hopefully for Georgia and the future. Um, um, in other news, um, on a personal note, I run another podcast um, that's going well. Um, it's a bunch of insanity, and um, and also I'm still trying. And I got my final paper due this weekend too. So, <laughs> but um. What is there's other things that we've been cropping up during the week. We are going to get more organized after the holiday, folks. We are <laughs> certainly going to try. This year has kind of been a disaster. Um, um, I do like the fact that every single time that uh something goes to court for the election, they it are it shut down. What is with Attorney General Barr suddenly remembering that he's a lawyer and not? I know, right? <laughs> a boot polishing machine. Yeah. For those that missed it, um, Bar Bar, Bar said, "Hey, there ain't enough boot polish anywhere. There is no evidence of fraud." And oh. and the Trump lawyers are like, "No, there is. You just don't see it." He's well, like, "Dude, same team." <laughs> well, if Again. there is, you should show it to me. As the attorney fucking general that's trying to help your cause. <laughs> Look, I can't do it. Just the exasperation of I cannot do anything to help you if you literally don't actually have anything. Because they're trying like doing these grand schemes of like, let's try to go through and get whole entire state's elections decertified for one or two votes. Nobody is going to do that. And, when, and the, and the oh, best and thing there is, was the, there was that the Looney Tunes woman um, that Juliana was like, shut up. Juliana shushed his own lawyer. No, the witness. Oh, <laughs> sh- oh, the, the blonde woman, the blonde about. crazy lady. Yeah, I, did, I didn't get to see much about that. But yeah, that was like and it, it, you know, this is not meant as a, as a ding on people with mental health. We both issues. We both have mental health issues. This woman is cultist level. I am out of touch with reality. I am not okay. Somebody call my parents. I need an intervention level separate from reality on purpose. And some of the best things about these appeal courts and these trials is... They're going to Republican judges. And the judges are like, seriously? They're like, there is no evidence. You're just talking out your ass, ass hoping that I'll flip things. No. <laughs> and look, guys, it's, it's kind of boiling down to this really big, long game of, look, dudes, I got to live here. But people are saying that this is trying to go through and get Trump into a position to run again in 2024. Um, Let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, We have a long road to fix things. We got a real long way to go. And Uh, we brought that up last episode. We've got 
so much work to do. And again, it starts with centering black and queer voices and uplifting them. And female voices. and And Biden has gotten put together such a diverse staff, which I which many people are giving the finger to Mark Rubio, who was like, well, that's just a bunch of Ivy League people, which Trump's cabinet was a bunch of Ivy League people. So um, it's unsurprisingly, Ivy League people have the money to be able to go into politics. Yep. And if they don't have the money to go into politics, it's because they bust their fucking ask. Mm. I can't say the word ass today. (laughs) But like AOC, she busted her ass to get into the house. Um, I mean, she, she, her uh, CV for academics is nothing to sneeze at either. But she was bartending before this. <laughs> yeah, she had given up her lucrative career to go home and take care of her family, her parents, mom, and she was bartending because she couldn't get any other work. So, which sort of sums up the experience of minorities and women in America. It does. Um. So. This is why it's important that we, in Georgia, we get these two senators. So Biden can get his team, the team that he wants, so he can work on repairing a amount of time, yes. Mm-hmm. And if there's any other Supreme Court justices... I we, mean, a lot of them are old. But we still want the, uh, we want the advantage. We need the advantage so we can go back to everybody having it to everyone being disadvantaged equally. Because that's really what we want, is we want nobody to have a clear advantage. Because that forces compromise just out of sheer wanting to get shit done. Yep. And something that people who are anti-political, anti-long or multi-term service, and people who are for term limits, yeah, they're great. Let them run again for the most part. Um, The country is sort of designed to work on interpersonal relationships, and that's why things have gotten really shitty, because it's gotten really partisan. Yep. The whole whole point of having everybody live and work in D.C. was because then you'd all have to, like, go to the same church as the people in the other party who were the same denomination. You'd all eat brunch or the same kinds of places. You couldn't get away from each other. You'd end up going to each other's houses. Your kids would be on the same baseball team. It's all to force that humanization of the other party and the other side, which we've lost. So I hope we can get back to that because that would be awesome. We lose that because of the internet, do you think? Well, I think the, the partisanship made a lot of it terrible. And I think the internet might be partially to blame. Because the internet makes it easier to cut yourself off and insulate yourself. Right. No, I'm talking about with like the with um the Congress. Um, I do think the internet yeah. The internet allows you to insulate yourself, even as a member of Congress, because you can be far more selective in what you consume in terms of media. <sighs> you end up walling yourself off and it becomes easier to snipe at people and, in general, just be a dick. Be a dick? Ugh. 
I know it seems weird that the internet has us all very connected. I mean, this podcast wouldn't exist without the internet. Yep. A lot of things wouldn't be... The internet is good, and the internet is bad, and it's... We're just trying to do our part to try to put some good in. Granted, vulgarly, mm-hmm. but still, some good in. <laughs> um, uh, what else did we go through and miss? I don't know, it's just been so hard to have a grasp on anything. Like, the year itself. It's, it's so it's loosely held. Yeah, everything is so, like, loosely held. Like, Monday I said it was, we had problems with it being two different days, and dates, and months. I was talking to a patient, and no, it was Wednesday, because they were rushing out the door. Um, had to do something. It was, it was a nightmare. I could, we could not agree to, you know, day, date, or time, just because it's been that kind of year. Where nothing is concrete, everything's blurred together. How is it? How is this Sunday coming up, the second Sunday in Advent? Didn't we just have Fourth of July? What is happening? And it's been very draining on everybody's mental health. So maybe when we get our shit together, we can start off in the new year with talking about processing everything that's happened and working towards. Um, Restabilizing in 2020, restabilizing post 2020. Be post 2020 on a little bit of a good news uh, issue with that. Um, today, um, Warner Brothers announced that they're they're gonna put out their full slate of movies on both HBO Max and when they drop in theaters. So, if you want to see all the, on Matrix, the same day, all on the same day, each day the movie drops. So if you want to see The Matrix 4, you don't have to go see go to the theater to go see it. You can see it at your home on HBO Max. I don't know if it's going to be... I wouldn't be surprised if there's an extra fee for it because um, it's a new movie. Um, I don't really mind that. But, like, for example, I went through and I saw the new Bill and Ted when it dropped. And I was like, you know, I like this whole entire new movie I want to see drops. I could watch it in the comfort of my own home. I mean, without any pants on. Without any pants on. Um, yeah, it's nice to be like... The I concessions like the, are cheaper. True, but I I like the... While I do like the concessions experience, um, because I don't have to make any of it myself, <laughs> um, and it's like a very extremely large uh, cup of Coke. <laughs> um, you just draw in the two liter, man. I the two two liters get warm after too long if I'm not paying attention to it. <laughs> um, but it, and I, it's more like I'm 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 a nice guy when it comes down to that. It's a it's a part of the experience. But mm-hmm. at the same time, measuring the pros and cons, I'd rather be at home. Just put my headphones on, watch my movie, not be interrupted, go I about my day. Drive home. I can watch it at five. 22 p.m. <laughs> and I have to wait through and as much as I like trailers and I have to wait through a bunch of trailers not trailers are great um what's not great is the goddamn commer- straight up commercials now yeah. I understand that trailers are in fact commercials they're commercials for movies but 
I don't need to see Ford and Coca-Cola and whatever the hell else. I went to a movie to spend two to three hours not dealing with commercials. Yep. But yeah, they packed the commercials in before the trailers, and then everything happens. Um, but yeah, it's all that. It's They said it's only going to happen for one year, but I hate to say this, if it works out for them, they're going to be probably like, yeah, we're going to have to renegotiate our agreements because um, this this is what people want. And we're learning more and more that what people want is we don't want to commute. We don't want to have things done at a set time. We want to work from home. We want to do what we can to just live our lives without everything being surrounded around us. The only thing, literally the only thing that I miss is going to a friend's house for D&D. That is literally the only thing that I miss. Yes, I like going to uh, concerts on occasion. Yes, I like going to movies on occasion. But I just miss not having to worry about, one, killing people, and two, killing myself just for being outside. Mm -hmm. And I think we all agree about that. And the COVID is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. So Yeah. Go get your flu shots. Go get your flu shots, and as soon as it's you can, and it's available, which hopefully in the um, at least there's a vaccine on the horizon. So thank God. Um, so get your flu shots if you're in Georgia. Vote. Um, if you did vote this year, because you something happened, prepare yourself to vote not only for next year because there's local elections that. There's local politicians that need the experience if they're going to move up. Um, you third party people, you third party lovers, this is where you need to get your third parties in, the lower elections. Build up your party base. You want it to succeed and move up, get it going now. But we got to we gotta move. We got, there's, there's no stopping, but it's the holidays. Take a time to breathe. Yeah, catch your breath. We're going to go. We'll, we're going to probably do one more podcast between now and the end of the year. Um, and then we're going to probably go We're then we'll probably just do some uh, fluff pieces through January because that's our high, our hiatus because we need to make sure to prepare for the uh, upcoming season. So um, January is going to be where we go through and organize. So um and get set and see what happens. Talk about Inauguration Day. Or, yep. you know, we're all going to be busy fighting off the cultists. Yep. So, we're, so we'll, we'll make some stops. We'll keep you posted. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, basically between now and basically between the, the end of December and uh, February, we're only going to pop on to talk about big events and maybe do a fluff piece. Um We'll keep our blog open to blog through the website, um, but and we'll set we'll do stuff to remind you like look we do need to help get the website we got everything going through and keep everything running so help us out go to www.xchromosomepodcast.com donate what you can join our Patreon give us a reason to actually be able to give our Patreon benefits <laughs> yes. I would love to have more two-minute scream about things. Um, 
Um, benefits that we want to give you. <laughs> yes, we want to do cool shit for you. Give us money so we can do cool shit for you. And if you have ideas of cool shit that you want to us to give, let us know. We can work it in. Uh, but visit us again, xchromosomepodcast.com. If you want to email us, you can write us at write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Um, oh, did you hear? I forgot. Um, we got threatened. <laughs> we did? Who threatened us? Um, <laughs> we got a... Uh, we basically got we have a form on our website for contact, which basically mm-hmm. only gives us spam because you want you to raise your SEO to pop to email. They mm-hmm. want to use a form. But basically, uh, some and I posted this to our Twitter. Um, your reputation on your behalf in the message of your website address and your contact for we and your contact information, including social networks and messengers will send. And it's basically saying that they're going to send a bunch of threats out on our behalf through our um, through our social media to try to get everybody to hate us. And my response was to take the letter, put it on Twitter, Twitter, and post it and say, "Well, at least our website will get traffic." <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we will. They will. They will send us send on our behalf a message that makes us look bad. To fifteen million eight hundred ninety-seven thousand three hundred eighteen sites, threats with insults to site owners, U.S. residents, Europeans, LGBT, and BLM. 790,000 messages to bloggers with threats and insults. Two million three hundred sixty-seven thousand eight hundred ninety-six public figures and politicians from USA to Europe. With threats and insults, 70,000 negative reviews about you and your website, uh, 23 million contact forms of sites with threats and insults, and they want us to pay with Bitcoin. And it's like, if we had the money, <laughs> we would, if we had the money, we'd have a better, we'd be doing more to get our name out. We, period. <laughs> um, but yes, they wanted 0.39 bitcoins. So 0.39 bitcoins. What is that in like real? What is that in Monopoly money? How much is a bitcoin? So one bitcoin is mm-hmm. currently at uh, $19,374.40. So basically, they're wanting 39% of that. Just, I don't understand what's happening i don't i don't either but basically it's like yeah go ahead threaten us if they actually go through and see what we're doing they'll see we're not doing any of that unless you're going through i'm straight up posting my thighs on my instagram so (laughs) bring it what (laughs) more are you gonna do to me i i'm offering i'm offering uh verbal uh i'm offering verbal uh disappointments on my only fans so <laughs> a verbal disappointment your verbal disappointment basically the the i'm disappointed in you voice oh <laughs> so you're um, there for the people who just want to feel guilty about things yes um and and get off on it <laughs> um but even where even everybody's going through and scrounging for cash <laughs> um 
Well, the point I was making is, look, I don't care. You can't humiliate me. I'm already posting my tits on the internet. Yep. What do you think? What do they think they can do to us? Uh, they're, they're What they're hoping is that we're a stupid little website that, oh, no. And we're like, this is a Nigerian scam. <laughs> but I, I found that very funny. So if you want to send us threats to our email address, feel free. Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Anything that we feel is a real threat will go to the proper authorities. Um, however, yeah, creative and- creative threats that you don't actually mean, we might read on the air. Oh, I will absolutely read <laughs> shit on the air. If, if we get fucking stupid spam threats about blah, 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 and we will embarrass you. We know your porn search history funny. I've never searched for porn. So who's been on my computer looking for... Ooh. And I'd be like, yes, yeah, so what? <laughs> I, who, doesn't, I w- who doesn't look for porn besides me? Because I don't see a point in it because I'm <laughs> demisexual and I don't have an emotional connection to either of those people. <laughs> I could be busy making emotional connections and actually having sex while <laughs> I, instead of watching other people do it. What? Who the hell searches for porn? Well, once you're on Pornhub, you, there's a search bar. So you're searching for your specific niche. That's what boils down to. You're searching for... I feel lucky button? I don't think Pornhub <laughs> has an I feel lucky button. Although they should. It's kind yeah. of a chat roulette sort of thing. That would be great. But yeah, um, that being said, I think that's a good time to go through and sign off on this as yes, a... Yes, <laughs> because we're getting ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that being said again um like like subscribe rate review um tell us what you want to see for or the future um we're gonna we're buckling down to try to go through and we're gonna try to relax a little bit through this holiday we're gonna go through get like i said another podcast out and then we're going to buckle down and try to get us out so we want to hear your feedback um yes let us know we have so many options for feedback it's not funny we're an open yeah. book there's no excuse for you to not communicate with us about what you want if you listen to the show. Yep. So please, we want to make the show better. Better for you. Mm-hmm. That being said, my name is Bill. And I'm Noel. And we all have an extra chromosome. To defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Speed Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division, network system point two. Called the one, the neo, the novice, the noose. Rick Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, most basic of state to take. Undertake, making model which coddle the nature of humanity. Basic profanities into the insanity that's branded me. Give it up with the reloaded messaging. Broken down between the test and blessing. In this train of lyrics, let me reverse to raise the solemn spirits. Getting weary of the revelation theory. Fabrications constructed from peaceful memory. Comparisons between the old and by queries. Fragmented delusions made up like you don't hear me. Messiah, we fight on. Messiah, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Messiah.
traces Before the sending is a hell's traces We can't replace this EMP's ready to be unleashed Nebuchadnezzar slipstreaming like a beast Oracles architecting a congregated feast String them up like a martyr and will no peace Plot of pointers, don't see the message Too busy, look at the cameras, judgmental dresses The siblings cry to what could only be an epic But this won't be regarded, cause they hands back it Machines pouring in, guns blazing, Zion needs saving, humanity crazy, on us, we can blame it, life on two, babies wasted, human embryos in a slave ship, in a slave ship, but down to the words, their bones, their purpose, lift up the human spirit, the soul, it's worth it. I think they getting bloated, they gassed and they show it, well time to get reloaded More Sonic than Neo and me and Alpha come and take this And make this so colorful, you think this was Animatrix When you hear this style, yeah, you best go ahead and take a whiff Because once we're done, you feel more blending than Agent Smith Business by day, hacker by night, party mullet time Slow it down before you stop Tried to take it, the world was fakeish. Back in time, the machines had made this. Even if the world could get no faker, we got a crew, Morpheus, Trinity, and the Keymaker. Never fail to neglect through all the fun. There will always be a chosen one. If you got a high rank diploma, I'll just say with you, even if I fall into a coma. Coma.